back to the Mountaineer Podcast, where everybody's listening. I'm Barbara Hart. And I'm Doug Armitage. And now for this week's news. Our intro music is performed by High Country Hustle. One of the five band members, Denon Jones, grew up in Netherland. He has since moved to Durango, where he is a music teacher at Escalante Middle School. For more information about High Country Hustle, check out their Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash highcountryhustle. This episode is brought to you by Brightwood Music, Very Nice Brewing Company, Mountain Man Outdoor Store, Hearts Backhoe, Forget Me Not Skin Care, and of course, the Mountaineer Newspaper. Our first story, Jamie Lammers interviews Melissa Davis of the Gates Family Foundation and the Colorado Media Project about the upcoming grant opportunity for News Colorado Needs. Hello, my name is Jamie Lammers and this is my interview with Melissa Davis. My name is Melissa Davis. I'm with the Gates Family Foundation and I'm also the director of the Colorado Media Project. And the Colorado Media Project is hosting its hashtag News Colorado Needs program. Yeah, this is actually the fourth year that Colorado Media Project is sponsoring this, thanks to generous foundations that underwrite the program. How did it start? The Media Project itself kind of grew out of a growing need and awareness that local news is a public good that is really important to democracy and our ability to participate in things like local elections and just knowing what's going on in our community and that there are local news sources all over the state, some of them over 100 years old. I think the Mountaineer is pretty up there as well, if I'm not mistaken, but he's been around serving the community for a really long time. And just over the years, even the last 20 years, the business model for local news and the way that it has been sustained in the past is changing, and it has changed dramatically. And local advertising used to really adequately sustain local news, but a lot of that advertising dollars have gone online, Facebook and Google and Craigslist and all sorts of things. If you think just about how you do business, we spend a lot of our time online and the digital world. And so newspapers, which still continue to produce the lion's share of local news, are just having a harder time financially staying afloat. And you might have noticed this if you have your news outlets that you look at or read or listen to. And so we realized that reader or listener revenue has become all that much more important and that if we as citizens and as residents of Colorado really want to continue being informed and have these nonpartisan journalists and news outlets out there, then reader revenue is really part of the equation. And so the News Colorado Needs program is really all about kind of shifting that and getting more people to really think about local news as a public good and as a thing that we all need to play a role in sustaining. And so the program itself helps news outlets run kind of like year-end fundraising campaigns where they can talk about the value of the local news and what they're providing to the community and really encourage people and inspire people to give generously, just as they would to other services in their community that are really providing a public service. And so what is the challenge behind News CO Needs? So all of the newsrooms participating in the News Colorado Needs 
matching challenge have been given $5,000 matching grants from the Colorado Media Project. So we have 26 newsrooms in the cohort this year. You can go to the website. This is News Colorado News, but the Colorado is CO. This is newsconews.com. And if you go there, you will see logos for the 26 newsrooms participating, one of them being the Mountaineer. And Colorado Media Project will give a grant of up to $5,000 to each of these newsrooms, but they have to match. It has to be matched dollar for dollar with individual gifts from individuals in the community. And so, like I said, this is really about inspiring individuals to give to their own local news. Colorado Media Project is a statewide organization. We really value the local communities are really a part of the equation in sustaining local news. And so each of these newsrooms has the opportunity to earn up to $10,000 through the challenge because half of that will come from your local readers and half of that will come from CMP. The challenge is through the month of December. So anything that is given to the Mountaineer between, I think it's November 30th this year, we're starting it on what we call Giving News Day. Other people call it Giving Tuesday, but we're renaming it Giving News Day. It's November 30th, and so anything you give to the Mountaineer between that day and December 31st at midnight, we will be able to match dollar for dollar up to $5,000. And what have been some of your favorite parts about seeing this challenge come to life and seeing how different news outlets implement it into their regimen? Yeah, that's a great question. I think over the years, it's been most rewarding just to hear how newsrooms are really making the case to their local communities. There's a saying that, like, journalists are really good telling other people's stories and sometimes not as good telling their own. But if you step back and take a look at the value that an outlet like the Mountaineer plays in the community, everything from calendars and running, a unified place where people can go and look at what's happening in the community. You can also learn about neighbors that you didn't know you had learn about commonalities, learn about issues. There's also accountability that goes on. You know, these are the neighbors in your community who are sitting in at the city council meetings or the town council meetings or the water board meetings or the school board meetings and providing a real service to the rest of us that don't have the time to go. They're really reporting out and hopefully nonpartisan, unbiased way. Just here's what happened and here's what you need to know as a resident of this community. And so hearing how all the different news outlets kind of make the case in their own unique way about their own unique value add to the community has been really rewarding because I think it's not something that newsrooms often get a chance to do and this really kind of forces them to do it. <laughs> Are there any other big things you want to mention about this project or things you're excited about or things that will hopefully come out of the project? I just say that the Mountaineer is in good company. I mean, there are a lot of the other 25 newsrooms participating are all over the state. They're digital newsrooms, they're print newsrooms, they're radio newsrooms. There's just a lot of really solid news outlets out there covering really important things in Colorado. And this is also a thing that works. Last year, we had 25 newsrooms in the group, and they ended up raising over $578,000 for local news in a single month. And so by participating, by giving to the Mountaineer or any of the outlets that are there in the cohort, you're really participating in something really big that's happening to sustain trustworthy local news. And I'd also just say that if your listeners care about the Mountaineer, but they also care about other outlets like the Colorado Sun or Boulder Beat, which is just down the hill from you, 
some of the other people in the cohort, we encourage you to give directly to the newsroom. They're the ones that are the starring role. But we also have at the campaign website, this is News Colorado News, we also have a way that you can, with one button, you can give to all 26 newsrooms, and we split that pot equally at the end of the campaign. There's lots of options there. How did it go for you last year? I mean, can you talk a little bit about what was the best part of the campaign for you? I will be honest. This is my personal first time being a part of this particular program. I didn't even really know that this was a thing until (laughs) earlier this month when Barbara asked me to step in on the meeting for this grant. I think it's an incredible opportunity for these smaller newsrooms to be able to be a part of something that allows them to kind of show like how important other people see those news outlets and and recognize that the local news is incredibly important for the daily lives of so many different people. I think this is a really exciting opportunity in general and something that I'm really excited to be a part of. I'm I'm excited to be an official collab reporter now. <laughs> I just think this is really cool. In a lot of places, these outlets are the primary source of local civic information, and so that's really exciting to get to help try and sustain these really important resources for our state. So thank you for all that you do. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much for coming on board. Thank you so much again, Melissa, for coming onto the podcast. And now to the news desk. The dates for the Gilpin County Slash site have been extended by two weeks. The Slash site will close for the season at the end of business, 1 p.m. on Sunday, October 31st. Are you a local musician or artist? Would you like a feature story in the print edition of The Mountaineer on our podcast, website, or social media? Interviews are completed by phone with our professional journalists. We are your community newspaper and podcast. Interested? Email. Publisher, 1977, at gmail.com to get on the list for upcoming editions. Check out this week's full music listing, including where to be and what to see across the peak-to-peak region, as well as an action-packed edition full of Netherland and Gilpin school news, events, government, mountain folk tales, Discover Colorado, and more. The weekly print and online edition hits stands every Thursday by noon. Hey, this week's backdoor theater movie is No Time to Die, the latest Bond flick. Rated PG, the movie runs Friday and Saturday at 7 p.m. with a matinee Sunday at 2 p.m. Brightwood Music in Netherland has an extensive inventory of musical instruments and accessories. They also offer full repair services. Did you know a string change for your six-string guitar is just $10 plus the set of strings? Brightwood Music is family-owned and operated and has been a Netherlands staple for more than a decade. They are located at 20 East Lakeview Drive, Unit 109 in Netherlands. Can be reached at 303-258-8863 or you can find them on Facebook at Brightwood Music. For our second story, we have Brooke Perry interviewing Jamie Lambers about his role at the Mountaineer. Take it away, Brooke. Hello. My name is Jamie Lammers, and this is my interview with Brooke Perry. My name is Brooke Perry. I'm from Houston, Texas, and I am currently a senior at Sioux Boulder, and I am a journalism major with a minor in critical sports, which is basically just running through sports management and stuff. So, yeah. 
you're currently doing an internship with the Mountaineer. Yes, I am. How long have you been doing that? I had started about two months ago and completely fallen in love with it. I love the community of Netherlands. I'm a big time skier at Aldora three days out of the week and just driving through and stuff and catching lunch here and there and just fell in love with the community and I thought I could make more of an impact by joining the newspaper and doing what I can. What stuck out to you about the Mountaineer when you joined it? It's different. It's really nice to have something that's a little bit a different pace than Boulder because Boulder's a very fast-paced city and you just see this really cool community of people and it's just so nice and unique in itself to kind of be a part of something where I can do something that has an impact and people listen and read and I can get criticisms, which is really nice and meet the people that I'm interviewing and make a relationship with them beyond the interview. So that's really nice, like going to Salto and seeing the owner and having interviewed her or something like that. That's really cool and really nice. And what got you interested in journalism? Initially, I was a psychology major. I've always had a knack for writing. I took psychological statistics and did not work out for me. And so didn't want to go to grad school. And so I switched up things a bit and I was like, let's see, I'm good at writing. Journalism was a different type of writing that I'd never done before. It's a whole different style and everything here and here and there. And it was hard to learn, but now it's just pretty easy. And I'm like, I could get paid for writing fun stuff and talking to people. That sounds like a really fun job to me. And what's it been like going to see you Boulder? It's been amazing. It was hard going through Corona, middle of sophomore year, middle of the spring semester to my end of junior year. And now I'm a senior, so I got kind of infringed on on my experience, but it has taught me a lot of things. I actually fell in love with skiing because I'd been doing sports for 18 years and never could figure out what sport I particularly wanted to do. It was just so nice just to find something that actually suited me and my passions and gave me drive to go get my schoolwork done early and go get class done on time and have everything set so I could go do something that I find really, really fun. What do you think is your favorite part about being able to do this kind of journalism and being able to work for a local paper especially? I feel like local papers are dying and I'm not saying that's a bad thing but I just wanted to make my imprint and I find the community a lot better and I'm not a fast-paced writer I can just say that straight up and straight out like I take time to write my stuff I can crunch something out in a day but I'd like to give it as much detail and everything that I can the oomph that I can and I like supporting things and people that I know good people are backed behind it and I know the Mountaineer is backed by very great people and I saw on this app that I had to use for CU to find an internship and I said this is right up my alley I was like small town newspaper like I love being able to connect with the community big or small because I came from a big city and coming to a smaller town I'm like I want that that's what I crave is that small town feeling that family feeling and Mountaineer is starting to feel like honestly more of a family to me and that's what I want out of a job Is there anything else you might want to add about yourself or things that you've been experiencing over the last couple of months? Well, it's been hard being a senior and getting ready for life changes and stuff. Where and what with graduation coming up in six months around now. And I hope I can evolve into my passions and do great things and everything and make an impact. Leave a legacy behind of spreading people's truths and everything. Like I like to be the person behind the camera, but I also want to articulate that and 
show that I can represent people and be true and never lie and represent everybody's truths in their own manner. And yeah, that's it. Thank you so much for coming on board. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. For sure. Thank you again, Brooke, for coming on board. Do you have a business in the Peak to Peak region? Send us your pitch. We cover every business from Allen's Park to Central City with all the towns and canyons in between. Email publisher1977 at gmail.com to be included in an upcoming edition of our business short takes or submit online on our website at www.themountaineer.com. The 23rd annual Tommy Knocker Holiday Bazaar is seeking vendors, craftsmen, and entertainers. The bazaar will be taking place on Friday, December 3rd to Sunday, December 5th in the famous Teller House at 120 Eureka Street in Central City. Please take a look at this week's paper if you have any questions or want to contact information for the event. That's all for this week's episode of the Mountaineer Podcast. All editions of the Mountaineer are available on our website at www.themountaineer.com and click on podcast. Pick up this week's edition of the Mountaineer in Nederland, Gilpin County, Ward, Jamestown, Gold Hill, Ferncliff, and Allen's Park. You can also order a single PDF edition, subscribe to the paper yearly or monthly online at www.themountaineer.com and click on subscribe. All print subscribers also receive free access to the website. And go online to catch up on more local news. I'm Doug Armitage. And I'm Barbara Hart. Until next time, thanks for listening. Just to build you up, you bring me down just to build you up, I bring you